Welcome to People Tech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. We're recording from HR Tech in Vegas, brought to you by our friends and partners at Fuel 50. Here's your host, Mark Pfeffer. This is People Tech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. I'm Mark Pfeffer, and we're recording today from the exposition floor of the HR Technology Exposition and Conference. And my guest right now is a well-known analyst, well-known observer of the industry. So, Camille, could I ask us to start by introducing yourself? Um, so, yes, I'm Camille Prost. I'm a managing director at Accenture, and my focus area is really on, uh, on digital HR, um, but also looking at the impact specifically of the, uh, the digitization of manufacturing and engineering environments right, in organizations. Um, which is pretty fascinating. Are you seeing things here that are really exciting you or really have your curiosity piqued? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I would say there's, um, you know, definitely um, talent acquisition is, uh, you know, as, as we all know, um, you know, booming, right? So there's a, there's a lot of, uh, you know, focus on, you know, how to really, you know, um, identify and, um, and source the right talent, right, which is uh, obviously critical for organizations these days. Um, so, you know, talent acquisition is, uh, is really, uh, you know, one of the, you know, a, a key focus area. Um, and, you know, learning, right, learning, upskilling, you know, making sure that, uh, you know, people get the opportunities to, uh, you know, grow in the enterprise. I mean, that is, um, that is fundamental these days. Um, and as we as we think about um, you know the skills um, you know of the future, right? And especially as I mentioned, like you know, in those environments which are very constrained, right, by and impacted, I would say by you know the labor shortages, um, um, by you know inflation, um, by you know the, the, the war for talent, really. Um, you know, it is becoming like really um, you know critical for organizations to uh, you know to double down on. The, on those, uh, you know, upskilling, risking capabilities. You know, everybody seems to be thinking that the reason a lot of employees are moving on from their current jobs is just general unhappiness, dissatisfaction, and after COVID, they're not going to put up with it anymore. Do you agree with that? Well, uh, there is um, there is definitely some um, you know some some noise I would say in the market right around you know people people leaving um, you know companies you know trying to find like you know um, better better jobs you know better pay um, you know in the in the market um, what uh, what what we also see is you know a strong interest you know for you know from people to to be I would say taken care of. Right by organizations and really um, taken care of, obviously financially, but also in terms of being more marketable, like internally, right within organizations, and uh, and that's where you know solutions like uh, like Fuel Fifty actually you know play, right? Um, because there's a there's a, a critical capability here to uh, really enable people to 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 thrive, right, in organizations and and people like if they have the choice, I mean they would prefer definitely to evolve, right, internally and, and build new skills, you know, um, expand their network, um, you know, really, really being able to, to provide, like, you know, differentiated value, like, in the organization, um, you know, as long as they, um, you know, obviously feel that, you know, they're, they're growing, right, to some, um, to some extent. So, so it, it is not, uh, I would say, um, you know, a, a, 
a yes or no, you know, question. Um, it is, you know, it, it is essentially uh, a, a, bit, a bit more, you know, nuanced. Uh. I've heard people say that uh, I'm going to shift into skills, and I've heard people <clears throat> say that you know companies have the option of building skills, buying skills, or borrowing skills. It's a it's a logical statement. It makes sense to me. But it makes it sound pretty simple, and I can't imagine putting together a workforce with contingent workers and full-time workers and contractors. And I can't imagine that's an easy thing to do, especially if you're an enterprise. What do you think? Absolutely. And, and I would say it's all of the above, um, you know, what you mentioned, but it's also, I would add, um, you know, the bot component, Right. So, and, and what I mean by bot is, you know, bringing more like, you know, robotics capabilities, right? And AI and, uh, um, you know, this type of, um, you know, sort of automation, right? In the, um, you know, to work essentially like, you know, um, along with humans. So, um, so, so, yes, I mean, there's definitely, you know, um, a, a sort of balance, right? To find between, between those different components. And, um, and there's, you know, there's organizations where it's becoming, um, you know, absolutely, uh, um, you know, a, a matter of uh, survival, I would say, right? Um, uh, you know, if you take, um, you know, the uh, industrial revolution, you know, going on with all the digitization of, you know, manufacturing plants, for instance, I mean, the, the work of, you know, let's say, um, you know, maintenance or, you know, assembly technicians are evolving, right? Um, so they're evolving to be more like, you know, digital savvy, Right. So, so how do you do that? Like, you know, what is the strategy? Do you need to hire like, you know, new talent? Do you need to, you know, reskill your talent? And how do you actually, uh, how do you do that? Like, how do you identify, you know, the skill gaps, right? And what, you know, what um, carry options, you know, can you uh, sort of reposition your, your 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 talent on, right? So there's definitely like a this, you know, hiring component. There's also like a big development, you know, component and focus. Right, and again, that's where um, you know Fuel 50 is, uh, you know, is, is, is a leading solution in that mm -hmm. space, right? Um, to to position like the uh, you know the talent on new gig, you know, opportunities or you know longer term um, sort of journeys, right, in the organization. And the last piece, really, uh, uh, you know, um, obviously, you know, contingent workforce is also a, a key focus area. But the the the, the, the but you know components that you know I mentioned, like you know, how do you actually learn to work with you know um, Robotics, or you know, leading edge, um, you know, capabilities like you know, let's say, um, you know, for an engineer, like you know, learning to work with digital twins, right? <laughs> How do you actually work with that, right? I mean, it's not something that um, uh, you, you you know by nature, right? So you have to you have to learn, um, you know, new skills. Uh, you have to uh, you know learn on the job. You have to uh, you know essentially be you know uh, upskilled in you know either through um, you know gig opportunities, but also some, uh, you know, learning pathways. I'm wondering about the role of technology in all of this. You know, learning management systems, LXPs have been growing in importance and sophistication over the last, you know, five or six years. Um, the general vendors are <clears throat> doing more to incorporate and integrate, you know, outside tools to give them a longer, uh, or sorry, a wider offering. What do you think? Um, how are all of these dynamics going to change the approach of employers 
as they plot their technology? Yeah, that's uh, that, that, that's a great question. So technologies, uh, you know, as you mentioned, obviously, uh, you know, the uh, the enabler, right, of uh, you know all those those new capabilities and really the the momentum, right, building the the momentum for for your workforce um, evolution. Um, you know, there's um, there's uh, when I look at the technology and you know digital, um, you know, within organizations, there's um, you know some people think about digital as just sort of automation component to it, right? There's actually obviously much more to it, right? There's, you know, digital is also the way you, you would access, you would provide access, um, you know, to any, you know, resources, right, um, internal to your, your, your enterprise. It's also about, you know, the way you, you access like data insights, right, obviously. Um, it's also the, the, the way you, um, I guess, you, you develop, right? You grow your, your talent, you, pro you create like the next generation opportunities, right, for, for your talent, it's the way you flex your operating model also, and you react, you respond to your, you know, business events like, you know, new acquisitions, new, you know, diversities, um, you know, etc. Um, and, and it's also the way you listen to your employees, right? So all those components are really um, part of the, uh, I would say, the digital spectrum, right? Um, beyond just automation, right? So, um, you know, when uh, I think that in, in, that's probably the uh, you know how the the expectations from employees are, are evolving, right? Uh, when I say employees, like it's also like business leaders, right? Driving like you know business units or you know um, factory plants, um, etc. Like really having those capabilities at their fingertips, right? To really access like workforce insights, but also like have the, the ability to, to to develop their talent, right? Which is uh, which is becoming fundamental. And you know, there's no shortage of data being output today and I always wonder and I never seem to get a good answer but are the line managers the middle managers in a company are they able to make intelligent use of the data or are they being kind of left behind yeah that's uh, that's a very good point um, so so there is um, you know obviously data is as good as you know, you, you want it to be, right? So, so there's definitely, uh, you know, data is not going to be, um, you know, clean, you know, usable, um, just, you know, by nature, right? So, so you need to, uh, you know, when you think about data, um, you need to, uh, to think about all the, um, uh, you know, the, the, the governance, right, that goes, you know, along with it. You need to, uh, you need to uh, think about, um, the uh, you know the, the, the processes, the uh, the policies, etc. And, and and middle management has a key role to play in that, right? Um, obviously, like employees, right? Main, making sure like they maintain you know the quality of uh, of their own data, but you know line managers also have a role to sort of infuse, um, I would say, in the uh, in the organization the, the the needs for you know having some you know clean you know usable um, you know data that they can. Uh, you know they can uh, sort of use right in um, in in terms of uh, you know insights. Um, you know I think there's a there's definitely a, a a learning component right for for middle management to 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 learn how to you know essentially you know make use of of, of those data insights right. If you think about um, let's say um, you know workforce optimization in uh, 
uh, in a, you know a, a manufacturing area. Um, you know, how do you like in Winsicker, but like the schedulers, for example, like you know the supervisors, like who have to schedule like work shift, etc. How can they do that, right? With the right uh, data insights. I mean, it's it's a learning process, right? With smart technologies, you know, for like you know workforce management, workforce scheduling. Um, uh, you need to uh, obviously, you know, be be trained, right, and become proficient. Um, so there's definitely an investment from organizations to, uh, you know, on, on the sort of middle management layer also um, to unlock really the, the power of data. And stepping back a little bit, just want to ask you something about the industry as a whole. Are there anything, I'm sorry, is there anything that you're seeing here that's really got you excited? that you think is going to have a major impact on how people manage their workforce and do their work? Yeah, there's, um, th there's a lot of, um, you know, exciting technologies, um, you know, I would say, especially, uh, you know, as, as I mentioned in the first place, like on, you know, two, two, two major themes, right? Talent acquisition, but also talent, uh, talent management, talent mobility, right? And, and the two obviously are, are completely tied together, right? So. Um, so I think that's probably the most, um, you know, exciting um, sort of areas, right, to, uh, to, to be laser focused on, um, you know, right now. And that's what our clients, you know, are, are talking about, you know, quite frankly, um, right now. Um, there's, um, you know, I, I think there's, uh, there's probably um, a theme that, you know, I would love to see more. And, you know, probably at some point it, it will come. It's, it's more about, um, you know, what we call digital twins, right, in the... Um, uh, what sort of the, the, the people space, right? And some organizations are, are, are going there, right? Um, like um, in trying to really like create a, a, a virtual model, right? Of, um, uh, of the workforce and sort of run some scenarios, etc. So I think it's probably like a theme that will, uh, will also come um, and, and that, you know, will definitely connect the dots, right? Between, uh, you know, talent acquisition model and, and what you mentioned before, like, you know, the build by, you know, borrow and bot, um, you know, components, right? What is the right sort of mix? What is the right structure to really optimize your, you know, your workforce, right? And, uh, and have the, you know, exactly the, the right, I would say, talent structure, talent map, right, um, in your organization. Camille, thanks very much for taking your time to come and visit. You're welcome. Thank you so much. You've been listening to PeopleTech of the HCM Technology Report. This HR Tech series is graciously brought to you by our partners at Fuel50. For all other HR, sourcing, and recruiting news, check out HCMTechnologyReport.com. Faith in the news media has been challenged, making it even harder to get stories told. The Friday Reporter podcast was created to help audiences better understand the media by hosting journalists who will answer the questions to which we need answers. Join me every Friday to hear more. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert Warren Buffett once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice 
to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel.